Hey folks, I just wanted to take some time out to thank you for listening to Thought You Were Woke No Speed Limit Podcast. Without you, this show would not be possible. Here's what you can do to help. Make sure you hit that like button, subscribe, and share with your friends. You woke? Time to get up. Welcome to Thought Your World No Speed Limit Podcast. I am your host, Alvin. I hope you guys are having a terrific day. Guys, um, I don't know. I know you guys are distracted by certain things. Some of you are distracted by the new coach at Alabama. Some of you other ones are distracted by Cat Williams. Some of my, my listeners on my podcast who are listening on at home probably don't know who I'm talking about, but uh, you're distracted by other things. Maybe you're distracted by what CNN has decided. CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, what they're decided to focus on in the election. I can tell you what they're not focused on in the election, and that's the fact that there are 12 candidates running for president, not just two or three. So, you know, if you've been looking at the Republican primary, which is the only primary that exists right now, and that's a problem for the Democratic Party, the fact that they only have one primary is the fact that, you know, I get it. Biden's the incumbent president. He's expected to win the election and all those things. But we're sitting here looking at the fact that we have two candidates that are the main focus. One was trending at 31%. The other one's probably about 38%. So both of them are very low in the percentile of what people are even expecting as far as president. They're polling at low numbers. Now, the polls can be wrong. The polls have been wrong in the past. Polling is not as easy as it used to be. We're in the age of cell phones and internet, and people can get phone numbers anywhere. You know, back in the day, you know, it was suspected that most likely the phone number you got was in the area where it belongs and the people lived in that area. You didn't have to worry about number portability and all those things that we have to worry about today. So polling can be wrong. And then, excuse me, the polling that they're doing right now, one of the major issues with the polling that they're doing right now is it's really trending towards the fact that we don't know how independents really think about this election or what they want. Some people say they want alternative candidates. That's why every once in a while they'll bring up somebody like Robert Kennedy or or Jill Stein. They'll bring them up as as alternative candidates in this race. Yet, from what I'm seeing here, basically, is that <coughs> the media is guiding you into a narrow two. Like, they're guiding us to either Joe Biden or Donald Trump as the final two contestants in this race for the presidency. Here's the thing. There are three independents out there. And I'm going to mention the Democratic candidates in a minute, but there are three independents out there as well. There's Jill Stein, uh, Robert uh, F. Kennedy Jr., and then there's Dr. Cornell West. So there's three independents. They will be on the ballot with uh, Biden and Trump. What people like to say is, well, those guys are just going to hurt Biden. Those guys are going to hurt Trump. My issue is if you're trending at 38%, there's a lot of people that just don't want to vote for you. And there's a reason why they won't vote for you. It's not about them hurting you. It's about you hurting yourself if you're not 
looking at the reasons why these folks do not want to vote you, why you're only at 31% or why you're only at 38% approval. We have to look at that and stop saying, well, those independents are hurting me. People are turning to them for a reason or would vote for them over you for a reason. That is something you have to look even the candidates running against you. Why are why are 20 20 percent of the people in Iowa and decided to vote for Nikki Haley and 22 percent decided to vote for Ron DeSantis over Donald Trump, even though Donald Trump won by a huge portion, I believe that was only what 40 percent of the vote and the other 60 percent went to Donald Trump. That he won by huge numbers. I get it, but that's 40 percent of them who do not want Donald Trump. On the Democratic side, it could be the same thing. It could be astronomical numbers. But the Democrats aren't even giving the other guys a chance to run. Most of them have already closed down their uh, primaries and said, we're not having a primary. Uh, we're giving all the points to Biden. Biden's won. And it's for various reasons. In some states, it's because the candidate, the other three candidates couldn't even get on the ballot because it requires a certain amount of people to get you on the ballot uh, uh, petitions and autographs you have to get be able to get on the state in all 50 states or at least 48 of the state to be considered even a major that's why jill stein is important to this maybe dr cornell west will get there i don't know um and uh, robert f kennedy can get through all 50 states so that won't be an issue there for him because you know kennedy they got money they got money they are the old royalty of america anyway um, so let's let's just sit down here and try to talk this out because what I'm going to do at the end of this show is in the comments whether you be on Spotify or any of them you will be able to find links to candidate pages so I'm going to make sure I leave those links to candidate pages so it gives you an opportunity to get the information that the media is not going to give you the media is going to keep telling you that you can't look at other candidates. You get Biden. You're hurting Biden. There are all these candidates are hurting Biden. All of them are either crazy or or, or or insane. I've had a chance to sit down and look at their website and see some of their the, uh, the platforms that they're standing on. Some of the things that they say that they want to do. So you have to give a candidate a chance by looking at those things. Now, at the same time, by looking through those candidate platforms, that also got me a chance, gave me a chance to analyze their platforms and say, eh, I probably wouldn't vote for them, right? So it gave me that opportunity. I've looked at everybody down the list. I can tell you right now, wipe off the four Republicans off the list, period. It's the same old trajectory with the Republicans. We gotta close the border, secure the border, and cut the budget. That's the same old, same old. It hasn't changed. It's been the same thing since before Ronald Reagan. It will never change for them. They pretty much talk about the same old thing. So we get down to the Democrats. Then, like I said, with the Democrats, there are several candidates running, and we've kind of just shut them out. There's Dean Phillips, Jake Uger. Uh, there's also Marion. Well, I had her name up here. Uh, Marion Wilson. Wilson. She ran last time. Most of y'all don't remember that. Now, Dean Phillips is currently, currently a senator from Minnesota. Uh, so he's a, or rather, a member of the House of Representatives from Minnesota. Uh, he's more of a progressive type person. Uh, so he is a, a member of Congress and. He challenges Biden on certain 
issues, especially on the progressive side. Jinx Uger, if you don't know who Jinx Uger is, it's because you don't know it about TYT, the Young Turks. That's his network. Uh, he's a political commentator and media host. He's ran for office in California before. The only issue with Jinx Uger is he's a naturalized citizen. That means that he was <clears throat> born outside the United States and both of his parents are of Turkish nationality. So that's going to be a problem for him. But Jeet Uger is challenging that in court based upon the 14th Amendment, in which the 14th Amendment pretty much said that all who live within the United States have citizenship shit within the United States. So he's he's challenging on that basis. Now, Marion Wilson, she's an author. Uh, she has no other political offices that she's taken. To me, her stances are more philosophical. Now, each one of these candidates... To be honest with you, have some good stances. Uh, of course, uh, Dean Phillips talks about um, talk about the universal uh, income. So does uh, Marion Wilson. Jink Uger talks about rep- reparations for black people. Uh, so does Dean Phillips. It's amazing the different things they talk about that are good ideas <clears throat> that can be worked out. And they have certain things in detail about how they talk about those ideas. Also, one of the things I looked on Dean Phil's website that he likes, that I like, is Medicare for All. Uh, Universal health care, basically, is what I call it. But it's Medicare for All. I I think that's a great idea. Uh, One way we can lower costs in the United States per person is through Medicare for All. Even for businesses, it can be a, a way to work that out as well. Um, so some of those ideas they have are great and wonderful. You know, I've looked at even one of the lower ranking Republicans, Ryan Binkley, like he, his whole thing about border security is no different than most. He talks about using technology, building a wall. Um, he does talk about improving how we deal with, uh, People's, people seek, seeking asylum in the United States and about turn, the turnaround period for people allowing them to be processed faster and so on and so forth and take away some of the other areas of that trying to funnel everybody into ports of entry uh, that's very specific but that's no different than Ron DeSantis Nikki Haley or Donald Trump really not very much different on that, that particular economically he's speaking about taking certain proposals from the from Biden's infrastructure bill and making it more local. In other words, each state will have control and management of that. I'd hate to see what Alabama would, would do with federal money for infrastructure. It all go to building more prisons, probably. Um, so I don't really like Ryan, bring, uh, Ryan Binkley's plan at all. Like this, it's similar to Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley, uh, Donald Trump too. It's all the similar stuff w- with him. Um, most of the other candidates, we can talk about Robert F. Kennedy. I said, you know what the media likes to do to Robert F. Kennedy? They hark on the fact that he's anti-vax, and that kind of kills it for me too. Uh, he's also gotten into trouble for comparing the COVID nineteen pandemic to Hitler's Germany. Uh, and they say he's promoted other baseless conspiracy theories. But if you look at his platform, if he was if it wasn't for that factor right there, he would be seem like a pretty decent Democratic candidate. The fact that he does all of this right here kind of runs him into the ground as far as being a, a, a good candidate. Jill Stein, 
she's a popular person and she's a big environmental activist and a doctor. Um, so she's been arrested several times, especially when it came to the uh, that pipeline. She was helping the Native Americans. She actually uh, stood up against... Uh, she was the only president arrested that stood up against the pipeline. Of course, Biden ended up canceling that pipeline, but he let several other pipelines go. So Jill Stein's campaign is basically about, of course, about climate change. Uh, you know, her environmental and economic policies are around climate change. Dr. Cornell West is not very dissimilar to her on that, but his campaign is focused more on working people and the poor. So he wants a $27, uh, not only does he want a minimum basic income for every family, but he also wants a $27 minimum wage. Um, he wants to prosecute companies that uh, fight against unionization, uh, things like that. He wants to destroy monopolies. He wants to privatize. He wants to uh, make energy companies public. He also wants to make medical supply lines and industry public so his is very socialistic his ideas so you know it's like there's some bits and pieces of each one of these candidates that I like the ideas they have it ain't perfect and again like I said I'll have their websites available to you so that you can actually read them for yourself and see what's available because guess what outside of telling you that all these guys are hurt Biden or that they're crazy uh, or it doesn't make any sense to talk to people who are just like Democrat like that. Uh, they're going to tell you that they, they're not going to tell you about the issues they stand up for. They never tell you the issues they stand up for. They've given Carnell West a little voice. They really haven't given Jill Stein any voice online because I think they're kind of scared of the Green Party. Robert Kennedy, they've given a voice only to knock him down 10 feet. You know, because that whole... I'm sorry, that kind of bothers me too with him having this whole anti-vax stance and other conspiracy theories that are crazy. It, it kind of messes him up. Uh, but, like I said, my issue with the media is this. Again, the way they present it to you is you have very little choice. Biden's at the lowest percentage you possibly can be in. Trump's at the lowest percentage. This is what you got. Oh well, some people won't go vote. Oh well, oh well. But, would the enthusiastic thing be this if I vote and put my voice out there and I say hey look I'm voting for this candidate because this in the primaries then I come back in, in the election and if Joe Biden says hey look they want they like these issues maybe I should attach that to my campaign that's the whole idea of voting differently in the primaries than it is in the primary election instead of saying oh this candidate's hurting because you guys are running won't you stop running so this won't this won't hurt him because we need Biden to win against Trump why don't you look at the reason why people are saying it's hurting why are they saying it's hurting you say it's the economy okay it's the economy inflation's high rent's high it's hard to get a, a mortgage in this country right now. Like I said, if you got all these companies buying up homes and then turning around, raising the price and making and shrinking the market, it, it's harder for the first time home buyer to buy a home. 
So we need to do something about that. And some of these folks have solutions to those problems. Some things that would make it an incentive for cities to open up vacant homes, to open up to 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 uh, to release tax properties to regular everyday folks. So there are a lot of proposals out there on the table that you don't hear about because guess what? It's all about these two candidates and the fact that they're low energy. It's just a thought that comes to my mind that CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, doesn't matter which one of the networks are, they aren't presenting anything good to you. And these debates, these debates turn into yap sessions between Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis. So why are we even having those debates? They're not even talking about the issues. They're talking about each other and then turn around talking about Trump. They're not debates. Let me tell you what a real debate is. A real debate happened on a network most of you don't even watch. It's News Nation. Never heard of this, probably. Most of you never heard of it, but it was a real debate. Guess who were the candidates that were on there? Dean Phillips, Sheik Uger, Marion Wilson. Not one time did the three candidates talk about each other. Now, they may have said a few things about Biden because he's the front runner. But at the same time, they kept it to the point. They talked about the issues. They talked about what's going on with the economy. They talked about ideas to fix the border. They talked about, they even talked about health care. But there was no bickering or fighting back and forth or nobody talking about the other candidate. They just gave their point of view on how they would handle that situation. That's real debate. We're not getting real debates today. We're not getting real information from any of the stuff that they're giving us. What they'd rather feed us is hope that half of you continue to talk about Cat Williams, a third of you continue to talk about what's happening in Alabama with Nick Saban uh, retiring, and the rest of you stay at home because you're just so upset and frustrated by the election that you just don't want to do anything. That's what the world we live in. That's the world we live in. That's the, that's the craziness that is politics of today. The media is controlling the voices. They're telling you who to vote for. They're saying, well, we've decided that the rest of these candidates don't matter. But they forget you have a right to have a choice. You, the people of America, have a right to choice. Freedom of press is also freedom for, of information. And the only way that can happen is if somebody's willing to give it to you. I'm willing to give you the, those particular websites after I finish the show today. But I want to say this one more time. I want to thank you all for listening to my show. Without you, this would not be possible. So make sure that at the end of this that you leave a comment. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe. Peace. You have been listening to Thought You're Awoke No Speed Limit Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Thought Your World No Speed Limit Podcast. I am your host, Alvin. I hope you guys are having a terrific day. Guys, um, I don't know. I know you guys are distracted by certain things. Some of you are distracted by the new coach at Alabama. Some of you other ones are distracted by Cat Williams. Some of my, my listeners on my podcast who are listening on at home probably don't know who I'm talking about, but uh, you're distracted by other things. Maybe you're distracted by what CNN has decided, CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, what they're decided to focus on in the election. I can tell you what they're not focused on in the election, and that's the fact that there are 12 candidates running for president, not just two or three. So, you know, if you've been looking at the Republican primary, which is the only primary that exists right now, and that's a problem for the Democratic Party, the fact that they 
only have one primary is the fact that, you know, I get it. Biden's the incumbent president. He's expected to win the election and all those things. But we're sitting here looking at the fact that we have two candidates that are the main focus. One was trending at 31%. The other one was probably about 38%. So both of them are very low in a percentile of what people are even expecting as far as president. They're polling at low numbers. Now, the polls could be wrong. The polls have been wrong in the past. Polling is not as easy as it used to be. We're in the age of cell phones and internet, and people can get phone numbers anywhere. And, you know, back in the day, you know, it was suspected that most likely the phone number you got was in the area where it belongs and the people lived in that area. You didn't have to worry about number portability and all those things that we have to worry about today. So polling can be wrong. And then, excuse me, the polling that they're doing right now, one of the major issues with the polling that they're doing right now is it's really trending towards the fact that we don't know how independents really think about this election or what they want. Some people say they want alternative candidates. That's why every once in a while they'll bring up somebody like Robert Kennedy or or Jill Stein. They'll bring them up as as alternative candidates in this race. Yet, from what I'm seeing here, basically, is that <coughs> the media is guiding you into a narrow two. Like, they're guiding us to either Joe Biden or Donald Trump as the final two contestants in this race for the presidency. Here's the thing. There are three independents out there. And I'm going to mention the Democratic candidates in a minute, but there are three independents out there as well. There's Jill Stein, uh, Robert uh, F. Kennedy Jr., and then there's Dr. Cornell West. So there's three independents. They will be on the ballot with uh, Biden and Trump. What people like to say is, well, those guys are just going to hurt Biden. Those guys are going to hurt Trump. My issue is if you're trending at 38%, there's a lot of people that just don't want to vote for you. And there's a reason why they won't vote for you. It's not about them hurting you. It's about you hurting yourself if you're not looking at the reasons why these folks do not want to vote you. Why you're only at 31% or why you're only at 38% approval. We have to look at that and stop saying, well, those independents are hurting me. People are turning to them for a reason or would vote for them over you for a reason. That is something you have to look. Even the candidates running against you. Why are, why are 20, 20% of the people in Iowa and decided to vote for Nikki Haley and 22% decided to vote for Ron DeSantis over Donald Trump, even though Donald Trump won by a huge portion i believe that was only what 40 percent of the vote and other 60 percent went to donald trump that he won by huge numbers i get it but that's 40 percent of them who do not want donald trump on the democratic side it could be the same thing it could be astronomical numbers but the democrats aren't even giving the other guys a chance to run most of them have already closed down their uh, primaries and said we're not having a primary uh we're giving all the points to biden Biden's won. And it's for various reasons. Some states it's because the candidate, the other three candidates couldn't even get on the ballot because it requires a certain amount of people to get you on the ballot, uh, uh, petitions and autographs. You have to get be able to get on the state in all 50 states or at least 48 of the states to be considered even a major. That's why Jill Stein is important to this. Maybe Dr. Cornel West will get there. 
I don't know. Um, and uh, Robert F. Kennedy can get through all 50 states, so that won't be an issue there for him because, you know, Kennedy, they got money. They got money. They are the old royalty of America. Anyway, um, so let's let's just sit down here and try to talk this out because what I'm going to do at the end of this show is in the comments, whether you be on Spotify or any of them, you will be able to find links to candidate pages. So I'm going to make sure I leave those links to candidate pages so it gives you an opportunity to get the information that the media is not going to give you. The media is going to keep telling you that you can't look at other candidates. You, you, Biden, you're hurting Biden. There are all these candidates are hurting Biden. All of them are either crazy or, 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 or insane. I've had a chance to sit down and look at their website and see some of their the uh, the platforms that they're standing on, some of the things that they say that they want to do. So you have to give a candidate a chance by looking at those things. Now, at the same time, by looking through those candidate platforms, that also got me a chance, gave me a chance to analyze their platforms and say, eh, I probably wouldn't vote for them, right? So it gave me that opportunity. I've looked at everybody down the list. I can tell you right now, wipe off the four Republicans off the list, Period. It's the same old trajectory with the Republicans. We gotta close the border, secure the border, and cut the budget. That's the same old, same old. It hasn't changed. It's been the same thing since before Ronald Reagan. It will never change for them. They pretty much talk about the same old thing. So we get down to the Democrats. Then, like I said, with the Democrats, there are several candidates running, and we've kind of just shut them out. There's Dean Phillips. Jink Uger. Um, there's also Marion. Well, I had her name up here. Uh, Marion Wilson. Wilson. She ran last time. Most of y'all don't remember that. Now, Dean Phillips is currently, currently a senator from Minnesota. Uh, so he's a, or rather, a member of the House of Representatives from Minnesota. Uh, he's more of a progressive type person. Uh, so he is a, a member of Congress and. He challenges Biden on certain issues, especially on the progressive side. Jink Uger, if you don't know who Jink Uger is, it's because you don't know what about TYT, the Young Turks. That's his network. Uh, he's a political commentator and media host. He's ran for office in California before. The only issue with Jink Uger is he's a naturalized citizen. That means that he was... <clears throat> born outside the United States, both of his parents are of Turkish nationality. So that's going to be a problem for him. But Jink Uger is challenging that in court based upon the 14th Amendment, in which the 14th Amendment pretty much said that all who live within the United States have citizenship shit within the United States. So he's he's challenging on that basis. Now, Marion Wilson, she's an author. Uh, she has no other political offices that she's taken. To me, her stances are more philosophical. Now, each one of these candidates, to be honest with you, have some good stances. Uh, of course, uh, Dean Phillips talks about um, talk about the universal uh, income. So does uh, Marion Wilson. Jink Uger talks of rep reparations for black people. Uh, so does Dean Phillips. It's amazing the different things they talk about that are good ideas <clears throat> that can be worked out. And they have certain things in detail about how they talk about those ideas. Also, one of the things I looked on Dean Phillips' website that he likes, 
that I like is Medicare for all. Uh, universal health care, basically, is what I call it. But it's Medicare for all. I, I think that's a great idea. Uh, one way we can lower costs in the United States per person is through Medicare for all. Even for businesses, it can be a, a way to work that out as well. Um, so some of those ideas they have are great and wonderful. You know, I've looked at even one of the lower-ranking Republicans, Ryan Binkley. Like he, his whole thing about border security is no different than most. He talks about using technology, building a wall. Um, he does talk about improving how we deal with uh, people people seek, seeking asylum in the United States and about turn, the turnaround period for people allowing them to be processed faster and so on and so forth and take away some of the other areas of that, trying to funnel everybody into ports of entry. Uh, that's very specific, but that's no different than Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley, or Donald Trump, really. Not very much different on that that particularly economically he's speaking about taking certain proposals from the from biden's infrastructure bill and making it more local in other words each state will have control and management of that i'd hate to see what alabama would would do with federal money for infrastructure it all go to building more prisons probably um so i don't really like ryan bring uh ryan binkley's plan at all like this, it's similar to Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley, uh, Donald Trump too. It's all the similar stuff w- with him. Uh, most of the other candidates, we can talk about Robert F. Kennedy. I said, you know what the media likes to do to Robert F. Kennedy? They hark on the fact that he's anti-vax, and that kind of kills it for me too. Uh, he's also gotten into trouble for comparing the COVID nineteen pandemic to Hitler's Germany. Uh, and they say he's promoted other baseless conspiracy theories. But if you look at his platform, if he was if it wasn't for that factor right there, he would be seem like a pretty decent Democratic candidate. The fact that he does all of this right here kind of runs him into the ground as far as being a, a, a good candidate. Jill Stein, she's a popular person and she's a big environmental activist and a doctor. Um, so she's been arrested several times, especially when it came to the, uh, that pipeline. She was helping the Native Americans. She actually uh, stood up against, uh, she was the only president arrested that stood up against the pipeline. Of course, Biden ended up canceling that pipeline, but he let several other pipelines go. So Jill Stein's campaign is basically about, of course, about climate change. Uh, you know, her environmental and economic policies are around climate change. Dr. Cornell West is not very dissimilar to her on that, but his campaign is focused more on working people and the poor. So he wants a $27, uh, uh, not only does he want a minimum basic income for every family, but he also wants a $27 minimum wage. Um, he wants to prosecute companies that, uh, fight against unionization uh things like that he wants to destroy monopolies he wants to privatize he wants to uh make energy companies public he also wants to make medical supply lines and industry public so his is very socialistic his ideas so you know it's like there's some 
bits and pieces of each one of these candidates that I like the ideas they have. It ain't perfect. And again, like I said, I'll have their websites available to you so that you can actually read them for yourself and see what's available. Because guess what? Outside of telling you that all these guys are hurting Biden or that they're crazy uh, or it doesn't make any sense to talk to people who are just like Democrat like that. Uh, they're going to tell you that they're, they're not going to tell you about the issues they stand up for. They never tell you the issues they stand up for. They've given Carnell West a little voice. They really haven't given Jill Stein any voice online because I think they're kind of scared of the Green Party. Robert Kennedy, they've given a voice only to knock him down 10 feet. You know, because that whole... I'm sorry, that kind of bothers me too with him having this whole anti-vax stance and other conspiracy theories that are crazy. It, it kind of messes him up. Uh, but, like I said... My issue with the media is this. Again, the way they present it to you is you have very little choice. Biden's at the lowest percentage you possibly can be at. Trump's at the lowest percentage. This is what you got. Oh, well, some people won't go vote. Oh, well, oh, well. But wouldn't the enthusiastic thing be this? If I vote, I put my voice out there and I say, hey, look. I'm voting for this candidate because this in the primaries. Then I come back in, in the election and if Joe Biden says, hey, look, they want they like these issues. Maybe I should attach that to my campaign. That's the whole idea of voting differently in the primaries than it is in the primary elections. Instead of saying, oh, this candidate's hurting because you guys are running. Won't you stop running so this won't this won't hurt him because we need Biden to win against Trump. Why don't you look at the reason why people are saying it's hurting? Why are they saying it's hurting? You say it's the economy. Okay, it's the economy. Inflation's high. Rent's high. It's hard to get a, a mortgage in this country right now. Like I said, if you got all these companies buying up homes and then turning around, raising the price and making and shrinking the market, it, it's harder for the first time home buyer to buy a home. So we need to do something about that. And some of these folks have solutions to those problems. Some things that would make it an incentive for cities to open up vacant homes, to open up to 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 uh, to release tax properties to regular everyday folks. So there are a lot of proposals out there on the table that you don't hear about because guess what? It's all about these two candidates and the fact that they're low energy. It's just a thought that comes to my mind that CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, doesn't matter which one of the networks, so they aren't presenting anything good to you. And these debates, these debates turn into yap sessions between Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis. So why are we even having those debates? They're not even talking about the issues. They're talking about each other and then turn around talking about Trump. They're not debates. Let me tell you what a real debate is. A real debate happened on a network most of you don't even watch. It's News Nation. Never heard of this, probably. Most of you never heard of it, but it was a real debate. Guess who were the candidates that were on there? Dean Phillips, Sheik Uger, Marion Wilson. Not one time did the three candidates talk about each other. Now, they may have said a few things about Biden because he's the front runner. But at the same time, they kept it to the point. They talked about the issues. They talked about what's going on with the economy. They talked about ideas to fix the border. They talked about, they even talked about health care. But there was no bickering or fighting back and forth or nobody talking about the other candidate. They just gave their point of view on how they would handle that situation. That's real debate. We're not getting real debates today. We're not getting real information 
from any of the stuff that they're giving us. What they'd rather feed us is hope that half of you continue to talk about Cat Williams, a third of you continue to talk about what's happening in Alabama with Nick Saban uh, retiring, and the rest of you stay at home because you're just so upset and frustrated by the election that you just don't want to do anything. That's what the world we live in. That's the world we live in. That's the, that's the craziness that is politics of today. The media is controlling the voices. They're telling you who to vote for. They're saying, well, we've decided the rest of these candidates don't matter. But they forget you have a right to have a choice. You, the people of America, have a right to choice. Freedom of press is also freedom for, of information. And the only way that can happen is if somebody's willing to give it to you. I'm willing to give you the, those particular websites after I finish the show today. But I want to say this one more time. I want to thank you all for listening to my show. Without you, this would not be possible. So make sure that at the end of this that you leave a comment. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe. Peace.